today on the Tearsheet Podcast. So I was actually speaking with Cabbage uh, co-founder Catherine Petralia uh, uh, maybe a month ago. We were talking about the PPP loan program, and she mentioned that they're just overwhelmed by by calls and stuff, and, and they really need, needed to rely on some of their automated things to to manage that. And then I began to see this as a trend. I think we talked about it. You know, you would go to any financial institution, a fintech or a more traditional bank, and they almost all had a note on their homepage saying, you know, we're expect, we are experiencing longer than usual wait times on the phone. Welcome to the Tearsheet Deep Dive Podcast. This is where we go a little bit deeper into some of our best stories over the past couple of weeks. Today, we have our reporter, Sarah Tostub, joining us to talk about AI and chatbots. Exciting. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Zach. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for making time today. What prompted this story about chatbots and conversational interfaces and, and, and why now? Um, so I was actually speaking with Cabbage uh, co-founder, Catherine Petralia. Uh, uh, maybe a month ago, we were talking about the PPP loan program, and she mentioned that they're just overwhelmed by by calls and stuff, and and they really need, needed to rely on some of their automated things to to manage that. And then I began to see this as a trend. I think we talked about it. You know, you would go to any financial institution, a fintech or a more traditional bank, and they almost all had a note on their homepage saying, you know, we're expect, we are experiencing longer than usual wait times on the phone. Um, so, and I think, you know, it's, re- it's related to the, to the coronavirus pandemic with a lot of people just with things being so uncertain now may have extra questions for, about their finances. And then I think that's exacerbated by the PPP loan programs and, and other sorts of loans and aid out there that people are relying on banks, fintechs, other financial institutions to go through those institutions or in order to get access to those government funds that are available. So this can often be a confusing process, especially for small business owners that um, you know may not have been through anything like this before. So I, yeah, I think um, mainly because of the coronavirus pandemic and the extra um, concerns and and um, need for loans and need for financial advice that that's bringing up now. We had the uh, CEO of Pindrop on the podcast yesterday, and um, they're a technology, a voice authentication company. They work in bank call centers, and he said that some of his clients um, were seeing a thousand during the peak of the the, the coronavirus, as well as the the PPP influx. Uh, like a thousand percent jump in call volume. And it was so great that like fraudsters actually were abandoning trying to wait on hold because the wait times were too long, which I thought was a very funny analogy. Yeah. Yeah. But people I talked to said the same thing, just huge, you know, unimaginable jumps in, in call volumes and inquiry volumes. So, so what did you find when you looked into, um, I guess the types of technologies and tools that banks and other fintech companies were using to deal with this this increase of um, inbound traffic, really. Okay, so what I found is um, is f- regarding regarding phone calls. Um, yes, most, if not all, you know, rely on some sort of routing system. Usually, a person doesn't pick up right away. You need to go through something um, in order to uh, clarify what your questions are, what your needs are, and then hopefully get that answered either by a person or through. Um, in uh, chatbot or other automated system. Um, and most banks um, have this. 
Um, and, and those that did not were, were scurrying to um, update their systems once it became clear that this pandemic was not going away and that for the foreseeable future, they were likely to be busier than usual. Um, so I spoke with a company called Casisto, which helps design um, their, their platform is called Kai. They help design, design um, customer service solutions driven by artificial intelligence and voice recognition, things like this. And they were just also inundated with requests to set up systems for banks who didn't have something or it wasn't um, serving them, serving their needs the way they needed. Because in addition to having just being inundated with calls, another thing that happened was that a lot of places needed to shut down their call centers or have them working at limited capacity because this isn't necessarily something that could be done from home because of the uh, you know extra security that they need. You can't necessarily have people sitting at home and answering you know answering calls for a bank or financial institution mm-hmm. call center. So um, you know due to many places being in lockdown and, and due sometimes to to workers actually getting sick with the virus itself. A lot of these call centers were closed or working at limited capacity. So that also exacerbated the situation. Um, so, you know, as the uh, CEO of Casisto told me, you know, this is no longer just a fun, optional thing to have. This is the pandemic has made this, you know, seem very necessary for, um, for banks and for financial institutions. Um, what a double so, whammy, yeah. huh? of uh, increased yeah. call volume and they had to transition all their, their call center staff to, to work from home. Right. What, a, what a challenge. Right, right. So, so as you started talking to these companies, um, did, I guess, did you find surprising what they were responding to you in terms of, of how effective some of their tools were? Yeah, I mean, I guess um, one of the main things that came across is a very valuable use of these tools is for routing. Um, meaning to for someone that is calling to to um, you know express what they need and then get to the right person or get the answer um, to what they're asking. So that was sort of what was that's a big use that a lot of um, institutions were saying that that they did. But something that I found interesting again, this is something that Casisto Casisto CEO told me that um, in addition to in addition to these systems helping customers, the, the systems also, because they can, um, you know, they remember and they analyze the questions that, that, that they are getting from people. So because of this, you can take all this data and you can look for trends and you can see what people are asking about. So um, the, the CEO of Casisto was telling me that this was also really interesting. And actually, by looking at this data, he was saying they were able to serve people better because they were seeing which were the most popular questions or which were the new questions. He said that at some point, a lot of people started calling and they wanted to know how often ATM machines were cleaned or sanitized. And, you know, that's something that he never, banks, you know, never would have been asked that so often in the past and wouldn't, you know, in this way they could analyze that that question was coming up a lot and banks could could quickly see that that was, um, you know, maybe an answer that they needed to have that they needed to have ready for people. Um, so this gathering information like that would have taken a lot longer if you were waiting for all the call center employees or bank employees to come to their manager and say, you know, a lot of people are asking me about X, Y, and Z. This way they can, they can get those, um, they can see those trends and then respond to them so that, so that chatbots and, and other assistants can, can give relevant answers to these new questions. 
So I just remember a couple of years ago, I mean, there were, you know, chatbots were all the rage, all the banks were either um, licensing in some of this technology or they were building their own. You know, artificial intelligence sort of stood out as a way to, um, as the future of, of customer service. It doesn't sound like we've reached that yet from what you're saying, especially if like most of the, um, I guess, feedback loop is either routing uh, a user to a call center rep or to answer a, a basic question. Am, mm -hmm. I, am I hearing that correctly? Is, is artificial yeah, intelligence, was it overhyped? Um, so I, I don't know that, yeah, some people would probably say that it, that it, that it was overhyped, although in fairness, it is something that is developing all the time. Um, I, spo I, I spoke with Daniel Fagella, who's the CEO of Emerge Artificial Intelligence Research, which is a research and consulting company. And um, yeah, he was, he was saying that, you know, we're not at a point where you can have, where you can usually have a real in-depth conversation um, right now, you know, beyond asking what your balance is or something like this. Um, so no, we're not there yet, but, but, you know, even he said that the, the number of staff needed to answer calls is dropping and there are less staff needed to, to route calls and figure out what people need. So more calls are going, you know, directly to, directly to the experts. So it's cut. So it's cut out some of the wait time and some of that. But there's still a long way to go with just you know the development of uh, human language processing that 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 computers computers can do. So there is a way to go. And then it's also interesting to point out that a lot of these you know virtual assistants um, are are present on apps. And so a lot of what they're doing, to some extent, the way that banks are using AI with virtual assistants is. They're allowing people to do what they could have maybe always done sitting at their laptop or typing on their phone, but it allows them to be hands-free and it allows them maybe to get questions answered more quickly. Like they can just talk to the assistant and say, you know, how many times did I go to the grocery store this month rather than having to, to open up their account and count, you know, one, two, three, four, five, how many times their credit card was used at the grocery store. So, so some of it isn't necessarily that they're getting new information, but they're getting information that they could have gotten anyway from the, from the website of the bank or the app, but they're just getting it um, more quickly and in a more personal seeming way. So I also thought that was interesting. Got it. And I, I guess, you know, a, a great way to kind of, um, to culminate this relationship, this, this conversation is like, did you get a feel for how far away we are from, from chatbots or conversational interfaces really making a difference? And, and, and I guess a, 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 cor a corollary to that would be like, what would need to happen, I guess, to get to that point? Okay, so one of the things that needs to happen is actually, you know, um, more, more interaction and, and training, as you would say, from humans, like putting, putting together data teams, data scientists with, you know, customer service professionals and having those, having them work together and, and work with the, and, and work with the programs, work with the AI, work with the software to, um, to develop, to develop, you know, more um, practical, practical solutions. These things shouldn't just be developed by data scientists. They also need the input of customer service professionals who, mm -hmm. who know what people are often asking and the style in which they're asking it. So when I was speaking with Daniel Fagella at Emerge, he was saying that, you know, in five years, there'll be, you know, even, even less, 
wait times than now, but it's still not going to be there. And he also said that at the end of the day, high value clients are probably always going to be routed to a person because, you know, nothing can completely replace that human touch. And, but they're just going, it is going to happen less and less and less often, but it's never going to be totally replaced. And it probably will be something that is more of a luxury or maybe more, more reserved for exclusive customers once the uh, once the systems can can reasonably serve you know more run of the mill uh, clients and inquiries. Sarah, thanks for joining us on the Tier Sheet Podcast today. Okay, you're you're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs>